we did let him watch a lot of YouTube on his own for gamers and streaming and stuff like that. And then, so he's 11 years old. And then about a month ago, he was like, uh, he's like, I watched something that was a little bit scary. And he just threw up right in front of us right there. And it was, I believe he said it was called Tusks. But I think he watched Tusk instead. Oh, he watched Tusk? I, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite box delivery food service like HelloFresh or ButcherBox, but it could be, and honestly, it probably should be. Have you seen this guy? I'm a full-time fat ass, and honestly, if I had one of those subscriptions, I probably would lose quite a bit of weight because I've looked at the food, and it looks pretty damn delicious. I mean, all food looks delicious to me. That's kind of the problem, but if you want to stop these fake ads, make sure to reach out to your favorite company like HelloFresh and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now, back to the show. Hey guys, new episode of Unloading Meat today. You know, the only that has higher cholesterol than your father. I'm glad he laughed at that off camera. You can't see it, but you can hear it. I have the amazing co-host of the ultra cool, ultra red Cellar Dweller open mic on Sundays. And also Trivia Night on Tuesdays. (laughs) J.B. Watkins, what's up, buddy? Hello, thank you for having me. Welcome to Unloading Meat, man. Thank you for coming down to Bartlesville. Yes, it was uh, was a beautiful drive. I, uh, I didn't consider Bartlesville... I guess last time I've been here, I was I was a kid. But now, now that I'm looking for a place to live yeah. permanently, uh, the drive here was pretty convincing. Honestly, yeah. it's, it's freaking gorgeous on the way up here. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's a straight shot from Tulsa on 75. Yeah. I mean, right. it's not that bad. Um, and it's like when I first started this show, I was always trying to say like, "Hey, it's a Tulsa podcast." And, you know, I'm Tulsa. You know, yeah. I'm doing my comedy in Tulsa and stuff like that. But really came down to, like, I had a couple people that canceled just because, like, when they found out it was Bartles, they're like, oh, I'm not doing the drive. <laughs> Shit, so yeah. I was like, fuck, okay, I'm going to label it as a Tulsa Comedy Podcast for a while just to see if I can get people to, you know, actually yeah. get onto it. Yeah. But now it's to the point where it's like, okay, I'm doing this drive, like, three, four times a week. Yeah, you are. You're so, hitting a lot of mics. I'm trying, man. You are. You're hitting, you're hitting a lot of mics. You're doing great. And uh, with the drive that, that that includes, that's that's admirable. Well, my yeah. thing is, like, I just, like, I like giving people a little taste of what I do three to four times a week. So I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm doing it this time. Like, hey, if you want to be on the podcast, come on on. Fuck yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. Not that I have any ego about it, but I'm just like, hey, I like people that put in the effort, too. And yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not having any ego. I try to be humble about it, but I appreciate people that yeah. take their time out of their day to come all the way down here. Absolutely. It's, it's I'm... I'm grateful you uh, brought me on. I, I always love being on any podcast. Honestly. Yeah. Well, not any. There's been some shit. <laughs> ones, but, but thank you for having me. This is a great podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> you heard that right here. Yeah. JB said there's some shitty podcasts. There's some shitty podcasts out there. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally anyone can make one. But it's uh, people that put in the efforts and uh, the production with the lights and the microphones and everything. That's a totally different story. So, yeah. yeah there's, there's definitely some uh, effort put in here. So well, Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, I like to say like, so like all this is intentional as far as like everything on here. It's not just about like, you know, how much shit I bought from Hasbro Pulse. (laughs) It's like, it's more like, uh, I tell people I like to have it kind of be overwhelming on the set and you to be distracted by the colors and all the characters so much that you forget about the lights and the cameras and we just have an honest conversation. Right. It kind of gets the guard down pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it usually works. Who's your favorite Marvel character? Marvel character? Uh, Man, that's tough. It's like I, that's, 
Who's your favorite superhero? You can say DC anybody. You have a favorite superhero? I've I hate to say it, but I want to say Batman because that's a good choice. I I just just last week I finished. I read the Dark Knights, uh, Dark Knight Returns from the '80s that Frank yeah. Miller did. Yeah, fucking it was amazing. It was so dark and gritty, and it's just like it was everything I wanted in a comic. It was fantastic. Who's your f- okay? So if we're gonna get all that subject, who's your favorite interpretation of Batman as far as vo- voicing him, playing him, or anything? Who's your favorite Batman? Ooh wee. Okay, good question. Um, I love Kevin Conroy as Batman. That's mine. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay, I love Kevin Conroy as Batman, but I love love Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne. Oh, good take. Yeah, I because Bruce. Okay, all every other Bruce Wayne to me has been really uh, it seemed like cocky playboy type of thing. Yeah, but I loved Michael Keaton's take because he was kind of unsure of himself and kind of stammered and wasn't really. He, yeah, he, you, you could tell there was a a heavy line between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah, we're like. I hate to even bring up George Clooney, but George Clooney, it's like he's clearly Batman. He's this rich, cocky bastard, yeah. and he's Batman at, at nighttime, and it's just well, like I, it's funny that you bring up Bruce Wayne because, like, in my mind, or uh, uh, Michael Keaton, because when I see Michael Keaton's Batman or Bruce Wayne, I think of uh, remember Kill Bill, yeah, remember uh, the great monologue when he's talking about Superman the speech, and how, like, yes, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. and it's kind of like Michael Keaton's take on Batman, where like the Bruce Wayne in that universe was the act and he's not true. very good at it. Yep. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Yeah. And like, he's unsure of it. And that's a, that's the mask kind of thing. He knows that he's Batman's, but he's kind of, he's faking it. He's putting on an act during the daytime. Yeah. So yeah, that's, I thought that was beautiful. I, 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 I'm interested to see what the flash movie does with it. Yes, me too. I'm excited. I've, I've wanted a, I wanted some more, um, Michael Keaton, Batman for, ages now and all the toys man yeah i know right nuts <laughs> oh fuck god damn i watched uh, uh the fiance and i watched uh batman and robin just like a two weeks ago and oh it's, it's Clooney. it's just as bad if not worse yeah. than i remember it being like yeah. I, there's been two movies in my life that i went to the theater and walked out on uh, there was end of days with uh, Schwarzenegger, ooh, and then I also uh, I walked out, I walked Deep out cut. on that one, and I also walked out on Batman and Robin, two Schwarzenegger movies. I just, wow, like, uh, the only movie I've ever walked out on, what was that fucking movie? It's a weird. Uh, what was that movie? It was like last. No, okay, it had Cat Williams, Ice Cube, and they were like robbing a church. I have no idea. It's like you got me. first. It's like I don't know, but it was like. I don't know. It was just bad. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> I was just like, why the fuck? My friend was like, I want to go to this movie. And I was like, okay. And we went to watch it. And I was like, who's, how big of the check did Cat Williams get? Like, right. holy fuck. This is bad. Yeah. Hollywood was Hollywood was into Cat for a while. I know he said yeah. some wild shit and got on the on the blacklist. But he's, uh, he's, he's funny. And they wanted, he had a lot of personality. And I, That's I wrote, African-American list? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant. Not what I meant. But yes, uh, uh, I know Hollywood rewards uh, big personalities. Cat Williams has a huge personality, yeah. and like it's just, it just didn't take. I guess he wasn't the person to want to bend over the desk and you know uh, do what they wanted to do. So this episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by your favorite mobile banking app such as Cash App. Man, I love using Cash App, especially when I'm doing things other than buying drugs. Cash App. You got some. You got some very cool shit here. It's, Thanks, man. Yeah, it's. Uh, I say it all the time, but it's called divorce. Yeah, understood. <laughs> understood. It's. Uh, you at least have a hobby you've stuck by that I, you. I can clearly tell you've you've stuck with this. this. Yeah. Except for the stuff that fell down. Right. Right. <laughs> but like me, when it comes to any hobby, I'm just like like I, I don't. 
I've never been diagnosed with anything, but yeah. it was like, I can't stick with a fucking hobby. Like, I'll have this great idea and do it for six months. And honest to God, comedy is the, if we were to consider that a hobby, that's something I've stuck with longer than pretty much anything else. Yeah. It's only been three years, I think. So, yeah. Well, like, real talk, I had uh, Thunderwolf on the couch yesterday. Yeah. And uh, he was talking about how he got diagnosed with ADHD. Yep. And he's taking the stuff for it and everything like that. And it was like life changing. And we had a pretty good talk about it because I was like, man, I've always wanted to like know about that path. I feel like I've, I've kind of had some something like something in that realm. Yeah. Right. And like there's times even on like my, my podcast, like, you know, it's hard for me to even get into going into those sometimes yeah. and just getting sitting down and actually focus on doing those. Cause I'm like, okay, I want to try on this project, yes. this project. It's like, but I got this deadline to do. You know what I mean? And it's right. hard for me to even focus on the things even that I love. Yes. Right. It's the stuff that I need that I need to do. And I, I, I want to do shit for seller and I want to do shit for trivia. Yeah. And uh, I just get so goddamn distracted and it's, it's hard for me to focus. Maybe I just need, I don't know, like everyone's on something these days. Yeah. Maybe I need to go to talk to a fucking doctor. That's, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's I no help. Uh, no, no harm in that. No, yeah. no shame in that. I mean, I honestly, therapy saved my fucking life whenever I got divorced. Yeah. Like okay. I, I put it off for a while. I, I'd never gone to therapist and you know, it dealt with my, my childhood trauma, my sexual abuse, all that shit. You know, that's yeah. what led me to be on the stage. Well, I mean, uh, I totally, I 100% understand that. I am a absolute nervous wreck every time before I go up on stage. Yeah. Like, Seller is probably the least nervous I am because I know most most people in that room. Yeah. I'm the least nervous, but I'm still, every time, I'm just like right before, like like 30 seconds before, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. like, what am I going to do tonight? I'm just nervous. And then I can grab the mic and I can bullshit a little bit and be yeah. okay. I'm not one of the best bullshitters. I, I don't see myself even really as a good host but i'm working on it and you it's, do great man i, I gotta say I, i've enjoyed it even the times i've been kindles or even the seller i've enjoyed it well thank you but it's to me it's i don't possess the uh the riffing ability of a good host and it's but it's i'm getting a lot of practice in so yeah. I, I think i'm getting better yeah it's it's still tough it's, what's uh, it say you gotta put your like ten thousand hours or whatever the hell something like that yeah, yeah it's like uh, a lot of the so the white people tattoo on their arms. Yeah, <laughs> right from <Yeah>. Asia. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> nice. Okay. Hell yeah. I've, I've verified at like th- three Asian restaurants. They always go by me and they, go, they do a double take. They're like, "Do you know what that means?" And I'm like, "Funny." And they go, "Yeah, but why do you have that?" And I'm like, "Because it was funny." And they like, they don't understand why a person would even get the word funny on them. Yeah. So at least I know it's it's actually yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you know what does does it mean comedy funny or does is there like a like a meaning like Funny as in weird or funny as in so funny you should say kilter, that you know what I mean. Funny you should say that. I didn't go into that much detail. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. probably like funny fat ass or something. Right, I don't know. right. So, uh, yeah. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I um I think this is a great time. I always like to make my guests comfortable when they're getting here, and yeah. I always like to try to like dress for the occasion and inspire by, by what you know yeah. the guest inspires. Um, we have a. Big difference in looks. Right. So I thought I would help set the mood. Um, okay. <laughs> I God thought this it. would be appropriate. <laughs> what do you think? Is this? Are we? Are we close now? Uh, the, the, you I need think, a mustache, but yeah, that's. Yeah. That, thank you. I, I thought this would be good. Sexy Squidward. I'm flattered. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. <laughs> two ball bros. It's yeah. Only, it's, it's Dig it. Thumbnail. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Thought I had to share that. <laughs> that's funny. Well. <laughs> <laughs> played. I started on trumpet and I moved to tuba as soon as I could. Oh, really? So it was marching band. I played the sousaphone and all that shit. So. I was in marching band for three years. I did uh, saxophone. Nice. 
I always, if I wanted to play anything else, I would have. I wanted to play Barry saxophone. I was, I thought that was pretty. Cool. I was alto saxophone, and then I gave up band my senior year and just did it. You know, fucked off. Yeah, cool. Senior year of high school, like I was one of those kids where I started algebra and shit like a year early and stuff. Nice. So when I got to senior year, I had already taken most of my credits. They're like, okay, the only thing you need to do to pass is just take one English. Yeah. So. How about you're a student aide for two hours? You can do a college class at night, so that means you get three hours off during the day. I basically had to show up for first hour and seventh hour. That was it. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I did not do well in high school. The, yeah. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take summer school for algebra. Me and math does not, do not like, – oh, yeah. advanced math do not work. Uh, I didn't. I did not graduate. I was kicked out of band for, quote, insubordination. Ooh. That was the that was on my uh, – the report they sent to the principal and uh, – uh, I had a teacher. I re- the assistant band teacher was an absolute bitch, and I hated her, and she hated me even more. So it was great. It, it worked out. I got a band. Didn't graduate. I just smoked weed and fucked off the, yeah. my senior year. And um, I got – so I'm turning – I'll be 40 this year. I got my GED in 2019. I think I was about 36, 37 years old. So. Well, congrats, it, man. Thank you. It had never had anything. It never stopped me from doing anything. Yeah. And then I wanted to, like – I was – I kind of lost my way in life, and I'm like, I kind of maybe I should go to college and do some yeah. shit. And I needed my GED to uh, be placed in the stupid TCC program I was looking for. So, yeah. So I went and got it. Absolutely, just knocked everything out of the park except math. I had to hire a personal tutor to do algebra two to be able to pass that, and I got a D on it, but I passed it. So well, it was it's a, like, A's across the board and one D. Well, it's like I, I've never knocked anybody that ever it says like, I have a GED because that means you had to actually go out and do the work to do yeah, it. I did. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I have respect for that because it's like, hell, you had it. Like, fuck, man. Like, I have a different life path than everybody else. Yeah. Right. Um, if you have a fucking GED, it means you actually sought out and had to do the work. I, I did. Yeah. You know was, what I mean? Like, so, like, yeah. I, yeah like, when I say uh, congrats, I'm like, yeah. Thank you. I still got the fancy piece of paper at home. It's in a, it's in a nice place where it's not going to get fucked up and it's got my name on it. And I'm like, I did it. It won't change my life whatsoever, yeah. but I'm I'm happy that I jumped that hurdle finally. Well, it's like I I, I went to the traditional high school graduation, and then when you go up and fucking do the you know the handshake with the principal, it's a blank piece of paper. Right? Yeah. You don't like, like they told us that they're like if you fuck around and do anything that embarrasses you, you're not gonna get your diploma that night. And then they go up there that night, and it's just a blank piece of paper. You don't get the diploma until the following Monday. You have to go into the principal's <laughs> office and get it. And uh. once I found that out, like okay, so I've told this before, but like I'm kind of that guy where like if you tell me that rule and I can question the rule, like why it's even there, yeah. I'm gonna fuck with it, right? I just, I, I just have that. I, I can't control it. It's yeah. just like if there's a fucking stupid rule, I'm like, I'm gonna call it out, right? Yeah. Um, they were like trying to tell people don't dr- uh, dress any inappropriately, don't like wear, uh, don't do anything stupid with your hair, don't like. They were like trying to control how you dress and everything with the graduation, right? So I had long blonde hair my senior year. I looked like Chris from Family Guy. Nice. Um, <laughs> I shaved it into a long blonde mo- mohawk. That okay. night. Nice. And yeah. I took my cap off as I walked up, and I walked up with a blonde mohawk, and my principal was like, and I just forced him to hand, shake my hand <laughs> and walked yeah. up down. Good. But I'm good just like, you. one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like a stupid rule. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, good for you. That's he awesome. shot a student that year, too. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, all right. Yeah, my principal killed a guy. Really? Yeah. He, uh, a former student got drunk and thought he was climbing into the window of his house, but he was one street over, and he climbed in the window of the principal's house, and the principal shot him with a shotgun. Whoa. Wow. And then he realized it was a former student. Wow. Yeah. Where was this? Dewey. How long ago? Ten I, years ago. I've never heard of this. That's crazy. Dude, my four years at Dewey were the fucked up. Like, we've no. talked about it. Like, uh, we had a Spanish teacher burn down his, allegedly, 
burned down his own Mexican restaurant to get the uh, insurance money. Okay, all right. We had a band director fondle a teacher or a student in the instrument closet. We had Jesus. the principal shoot the student, and that was all in the first like four years I was there. And then the the creme de la creme huh, was we had the basketball teacher arrested and sent to jail for forcing a female student to have oral sodomy on him. Jesus. Yeah. God damn. Well, yeah. Dewey. Yeah. Fuck Dewey. Wow. Yeah. And like the best part about that story always is like the the teachers or the the students and their parents had a protest and picket line outside of the school. Yeah. They were like, bring back our coach. Oh shit. And shit like that. Like yeah. we don't care yeah. that he was a you know fucking pedophile. Right. Like I was sixteen at the time, and like this is before the days of high. If you wanted to get on the internet, it was dial up. Yeah. To figure out what oral sodomy meant in Oklahoma was mm-hmm. a stretch. And when yeah. that's in all the newspapers around here, like, he's charged with oral sodomy. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, damn, he was a trendsetter. Like, he's yeah. ahead of his time. Jesus. Now everybody's eating ass. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, see, we had at, I went to Bixby. And, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, me, uh, me too. It's not <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is not something I'm proud of, believe me. And so, uh, so I went to Bixby, and it was... Uh, there was a assistant principal who he was he gave he made my life hell the last two to three years of high school and uh, I remember he got busted for it was like the year after I was out he got busted for posing as a doctor and going to uh, I think a Walgreens up up in you know South Tulsa and filling prescriptions for Xanax for himself. Wow. So I believe he was wearing like the doctor's coat and everything and like putting on the whole character. Like, yeah, I need this filled out. Here's my prescription with my, you know, my letterhead on it. Doesn't he know it only works if you magically see a doctor's coat on a hanger as you're walking in the Walgreens and you pick that exact one off the hanger and dress in it. (laughs) <laughs> that's how it works in every movie. It has to be that one. Oh god damn it! Yeah, well, that, that's how it works. He he got busted for filling. His, he got a couple filled, and they finally caught up to him and busted him. And then I remember I hated that guy so much. I went in to that Walgreens then like the week after, and I thanked every pharmacist in there. I was like, <laughs> appreciate it. I I hated that guy. Thank you so much for sending him to jail. I'm just oh, beautiful. By the way, weed? I'm good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I always offer like we have drinks stuff like that too. I like people to be comfortable. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. I'm weed's weird with me i'm just I'm, i guess i'm a bitch about it because i used to love it and sometimes i like to smoke but it's not often whatsoever it's my it's thing a, is like it's like you know like i said like we talked about a little hint about it. like you know i went through therapy and like i'm like i'm on a antidepressant anti-anxiety kind of stuff and yeah. like um my thing with the therapy with me and like it talked about to you know the panic attack thing i talked to about last night yeah. i never want somebody to be like oh we gotta do this around you i never want sympathy i never want special treatment or anything like that right this is in my head i'm not asking for people to fucking deal with it i have to deal with it yeah. the real world's not going to fucking change That's i have right. to fucking just work on it yeah so when i have this shit happen i'm just like okay move on i, I gotta fucking power through it and try to move on yeah. um i'm claustrophobic found that out when i had a panic attack and uh they had to put oxygen on me when i had a sleep study okay they strapped me down to the bed yeah. and i fucking just lost my fucking mind and blacked out um the cellar yeah. triggers me a lot i bet i bet so it does. Yeah. if you see me at the cellar anybody please know i'm please don't take any offense i pop in pop out and i'll go up and i'll mostly stay up si- up there and smoke up upstairs yeah um if you call me i'll go down there for like 20 minute intervals and i'll go back up yeah because those tight spaces especially if it gets crowded mm-hmm. um the time that uh, what was it when the proposal thing happened uh with yeah. roscoe and katie right uh when it was packed like that Holy fuck, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. 
Um, if you ever saw me there, I was at the door. I was at the door too. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah I was like, I, I don't know if it's a social thing or what. But I'm just like, I need to be close to the exit of this yes. place. It's too many. It's too many people coming down um, here. Yeah, the worst time I ever had with something like that was uh, I had a business trip when I worked for T-Mobile, and this dealer we worked for were cheapskates. So like, hey, there's a Christmas trip. There's a Christmas party down in uh, Houston. So we're going to fly you and your other manager from Owasso to to Houston from Bartlesville or from Tulsa. Right. But we're going to have you take a layover in Atlanta to save money. It stayed on like 40 bucks <laughs> oh, a ticket. Jesus. Oh, wow. We get to Atlanta at like 11 o'clock at night. Apparently, tornadoes happen. They locked down the Atlanta airport and closed all flights. There's like 2,000 people trapped in the Atlanta airport. And if you've ever been to the Atlanta airport, I've never been. It's one of the biggest airports in the U.S. Yeah. So much so that like the baggage claim area is like the size of a Walmart. Um, and if you get down there, you could just see nothing but luggage just overflowing from all the stuff. It was like, like somebody just left the buttons on and they're just fucking overflowing everywhere. Wow. And people are just screaming and crying. There's people shaking in the fucking like corners. Kids are fucking looking for their parents. Like it's like a bomb went off. Jesus. Wow. And this airport's so big that there's a fucking subway system for it. Like you have to take that yeah. to get the fucking baggage claim and stuff. And me and this other uh, she's one of my best friends. Uh, she suffers from a lot of anti-anxiety stuff and stuff like that. Her prescriptions were in her butt luggage. Oh shit! Yeah. So, um, and you know, she couldn't carry weed. You know, state you know, across state lines, stuff like right. that. So, we're trying to even get a rental car to get driving back because all airport stuff is closed. We can't get out. Uh, the rental car we ordered, they give it away, even though we already paid for it. Shit. We get a hotel. We get drive get a, a Uber to the hotel at three o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, this booking is not till 3 p.m. You have to stay in the lobby. Yeah. So we have to get another hotel and another rental car. We only get like four hours of sleep, then I have to get a fucking rental car and drive cross country because she's about to lose her mind because she's having withdrawals from her meds so much she's shaking. Yeah. She had to like bundle herself up in the bed and like shake. She's trembling because of the fucking withdrawals. And I'm calling her husband like, dude, this is fucking bad. And like, we drive. I drive her cross country. So and then in Louisiana, I call her husband. I'm like, hey, do you have like a sleeping pill medication? Because yeah. I was like, say you lost it and call this local Walgreens and say somebody needs to pick it up where you lost it. He did that, and then I knocked her ass out, and I drove her all the way fucking to Oklahoma. Okay. Goddamn. Like, wow. that that kind of shit was fucking traumatic. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but that, there's also a bonding. I don't know why I went on the tangent, but, like, what I get is, like, that part where of being trapped in that airport yeah. really fucking gets me of, like, the trigger kind of shit of, like, trapped and fucking shoulder to shoulder. Stuff. Right. Okay. Uh, and by trapped, were you... So you got a car and you left, but, you weren't like, the doors of the airport weren't locked. Like, you could... You, so... When we got there, it was like 11 o'clock. Yeah. We didn't, we weren't able to even get a car. So, like, there's the subway to get to your luggage. So, you got left off of the terminal, and then you had to take a subway down to the, the luggage area. Yeah. So, we're going back and forth like that. Then, we, by the time we get through that, it's a couple hours, and we're just like shoulder to shoulder siphoning through thousands of people. Yeah. Jesus. Just to find out there's no chance they even get, we're going to get our luggage for another week or two. Right. Because they can't even cycle through it. Right. Jesus. So, then we had to take the train back up. And then we get up to the rental car section, and by the time we even get through that, they'd already given our rental cars up, even though we paid for it. And we're just cycling Ugh. through shoulder-to-shoulder people yeah. for thousands of people like this. Jesus, I'm sorry. That yeah, sucks. <laughs> it sucked. It was a fucking, like, I'm pulling this girl with me, like, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. Come yeah. on. And just had to power through it, and that shit. Goddamn. Yeah, trauma is fun, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have anything that severe when, yeah. when it comes to being locked inside, but I did... I was a broken arrow a couple of years ago and a tornado was coming through and I was, I just got back from the bar and I was, 
a couple beers in me. So I went to Dollar General to get something, and they're like, tornado's coming, and they locked the doors, oh. and they're like, you can't leave. And I said, okay. And oh. I unlocked the door, and I left. I'm like, you're not keeping me here. Fuck this. And then I went to across the street to come and go to get you know, get something else, and they're like, tornado's coming. You can't leave. And I said, fucking sorry, bro. Yeah. And I unlocked the door, and I left again. I'm like, fuck that. You know, yeah. this shit. <laughs> one of those rules were like, why? Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, I, I realize it's probably company policy or whatever, but yeah. I don't work for you guys. Yeah, so exactly. Goodbye. That's why. <laughs> it's like, what was yeah. the, the? Have you seen all the shit? Uh, the company policy, like the two people that were fired from Lululemon. No. That uh, they were trying to like stop the robbers or something like that, or like they were like uh, went outside and chased them or something like that. Okay. And Lululemon fired them because they broke the company policy. And like all the conservatives were like, "Hey, they're trying to save, you know, stop all these bad thieves and stuff like that." And it's like. It's turning into this fucking political thing, and it's yeah. like, well, technically they endangered themselves, and like the company is like, you could, shouldn't do that. Yeah, that's uh, that, I understand. That's a, a policy at Quick Trip. Yeah, is that's why uh, I guess theory is so bad. There yeah. is like the, the the employees are instructed do not chase anybody. You will be fired. Yeah, stay on the premises. It's not worth your life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, right. I think. I mean, honestly, like I get that. Like honestly, I completely understand a company saying, and I kind of respect that. Like it's not worth your life. Yeah. A candy bar is not worth your life. Lululemon tracksuit is not worth your fucking life. Uh, I prob- I assume they're probably uh, trying to save their asses from PR disasters and yes. shit like that. But They're in the moment. They're not thinking. Yeah, I, I know. I'm talking about the, the company. Oh, like, yeah. That's why the policy is in place yeah. is to so you can't sue us if you get hurt. Exactly. Yeah, yeah so, that's the main thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the real thing. Yeah. You can lose a $30 case of Budweiser over, you know, a $30 million lawsuit for getting shot in the parking lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to Tulsa Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, dude, that that QT, the quick trip at off of Denver up by Cellar. Yeah. That's, it's it is it's only getting worse. Have, have you been to that one? You know what I'm talking that's about? That's the one with the zigzags uh, counters, right? When you walk in. I do. Or is that the one on Peoria? Um, I think you're thinking Peoria, but okay. it's the one. It's like it's. I get off of Highway 51 and hit, hit Cellar. It's like you know just a couple blocks, but it's. I went to that Denver quick trip the other day and it's like there is uh police officers there's two cops inside the yep. inside the place both of the guns like hands on the gun just watching absolutely everybody go through there is homeless people completely outside the perimeter like on the sidewalks just like circling the place yeah and it's it is awful man like it's, it's it, not because of the homeless it's just yeah. this fucking situation is yeah. so goddamn terrible the economy is shit and yeah i can bitch about capitalism all day but it's yeah it's fucking ridiculous i dude. mean it's one of those things where like what I was getting at, there's quick trips that I've seen, maybe the Peoria one, where, like, because of the theft and the crime, they've kind of turned to the jolt. I don't know if you've been to a Dollar General recently, but, like, they have the aisles now when you walk in where they're, like, actual built-in aisles that you have to zigzag through. Oh, yes, to right. To get yeah. to the center counter. QT has been doing that. They yeah. uh, Next to the beer section, they blocked it off, so you have to circle back by yeah. the counter to yes. go out. And there's even some of them where you have to scan your fucking ID to be able to open the beer coolers at all. Yeah. Yeah. And you know it's a bad section when the QT roller griller section is behind the counter. Oh, I haven't seen that. That's oh, that's it's either the, there's some in Tulsa, um, either the Peoria one or the one uh, close by. But like usually you can walk up and get a taquito or something yeah. like that or a corn dog. When those are behind the counter, that means they're have, losing a lot of them because they can't yeah. cost more than a couple cents each yeah. to make. Yeah. So, oh shit! Wow. You get some shady sections in the Q, uh, Yeah, you'll notice how bad of a section is if you go to the QTs. Yeah. Yeah. God damn! There was. <laughs> There was a shooting in Tulsa a month ago, I think. It was over off of uh, the Gilcrease Boulevard. And there was someone, I think, there was a guy who went, 
to, uh, I think, a QT, shot an employee, and then just randomly, and then just left. Didn't even take anything. What the fuck? Went across the street to the library, shot another fucking guy in the library, and just, like, turned himself over to the cops. Didn't steal a goddamn thing. Just shot two fucking people, both of them in the back of the head, and just turned himself in. That was it. Just like, nah, I'm crazy. I killed two people. Take me to jail. Some people's bucket list, man. Fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got on that. I, That's all I can think of. There's a lot of shit I want to do, but not kill two fucking randos. God damn, it's terrible. <laughs> that was my uh, only riff I had. Right, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Bucket list two, starring Jack Nicholson. Fucking. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Uh, fucking Jack Nicholson's not looking too good these days. No, he I is, saw those photos. He's, hey, he's living life, though. He's living it. He's living, but he's fucking melting, yeah. dude. He is just like gravity has taken hold, and he's... Who knew that he would turn into Kathy Bates from about shit? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm saving that. Oh, you know shit. my Kathy Bates shit. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Shit. Kathy Bates can get it. Yeah, she's Hashtag a, get it, Kathy Bates. I love all Kathy Bates. She's, she's good stuff. Did you yeah. see that she's going to be Matlock? What? They're rebooting Matlock, and they're putting Kathy Bates as Matlock. Okay. And, okay... Watch the trailer and just it's it's hilarious because she's a female woman named Matlock and she's a lawyer. And when they see her name, it's literally in the trailer several times where they're like, Matlock's just, yeah, like the old TV show or like the old lawyer. Like it's like a pun in the universe that like Matlock exists kind of thing. And now she's a woman. Okay, so it's not. Uh, she's not like the daughter of t- situation. No, no, okay. no. Well, but it's, it's like tongue and cheek kind of thing. They actually hint on it on the trailer, and it's okay. like, okay, that's, that's weird. A, that's <laughs> a, okay, that's that's at least a new spin. Yeah, they keep rebooting shits. Like there was like, they'll take you know the daughter and like it's just like Winona Earp. Did you yeah. ever see that? Yes. Shit? Okay. Yes. That, that just like daughter of Wyatt Earp and like yeah. okay, cool, whatever. That's it's just a pun it's on the like name. It's like they had the female Van Helsing series for a while too. I think that's like yeah, I think they it. did. Yeah. Uh, but what I was getting at is like okay, my problem with this is if literally the name Matlock in that universe is like just the old TV show, like yeah. it has no reference, it has no connection to Kathy Bates whatsoever. Yeah. Why is the show called Matlock? <laughs> okay. You're right. It's yeah. like they could have picked anybody. My name's Carrot Top. You mean like the old comedian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could be anything <laughs> in the world. Like, we're just going for the member berries. Yeah, that's that's true. Like, that's true. Um, my daughter is the age now where she was curious about South Park. And yeah. so, like, I kind of show her certain episodes. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm the kind of parent where I'm like, I never want to have a kid, like, have a question. And, like, if I tell them, no, you're not allowed to watch that. Yeah. What's going to happen in secret? They're, They're going to watch gonna it. They're going to watch it. Yeah. So, if my kid's like, hey, what's South Park? I can kind of educate them, show them the funny parts of it, and show them kind of a, a censored version, so to speak, or something like that. You know, I'm not going to show them the episode where they're getting come on all everywhere. Right, yeah. Right. But if, like, I can kind of give them an educational, like, you know, a parental guidance way of watching something, kind of yeah. like how my parents did in the days when, like, we're going to watch a rated R movie, mm-hmm. you know, you know, fucking cover your eyes with the boobs. Right, yeah. That's the same fucking thing. Like, I, I kind of feel like that's good parenting to kind of show them the way through it instead of just doing it in secret and not knowing what the fuck your kids are doing. That's the way we've been doing it. I've uh since i've been i've been with Brittany for a little over a year now and it's uh uh she has a son so it's my stepson now and yeah. we got a kid on the way Congrats. and thank you it's, it's exciting i've never had a kid before <laughs> but i've been raising so i've been stepdad for a while now yeah. and uh, get ready for stress you're gonna lose all your hair <laughs> yeah right yeah. <laughs> i already lost it off my chest and everything you'll, I just, got, I got, you'll just lose it right here oh my god that's the only thing it's my only saving grace is my mustache like, like I, I can't grow the hitler did you notice? I have this patch right here. Spot, yeah. Well, mine used to be that way, but it's I've gotten older and it's grown in. So yeah. I, 
theoretically could do it if I wanted to, but uh, I'm I guess not, you yeah. could say I'm not Austrian. It's like, not a good look with this haircut, man. Yeah, yeah I try and avoid all Nazi references. <laughs> yeah, uh, nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so about, about your kid, man. Sorry, about the kid. Uh, we're talking uh, about actual parental guidance. That's yeah. what we're fucking doing. You know, it's like we're he can watch this. He watches. We watch a lot of American Dad. I goddamn love that show. Yeah. So watch a lot of American Dad, and it's as the seasons have gone, it's just gotten filthier and yeah. more violent and shit, and it's hard to watch sometimes. But it's a uh, he watches a lot of American Dad with us. He watched. We did let him watch a lot of YouTube on his own for g- gamers and streaming yeah. and stuff like that. And then, so he's 11 years old. And then about a month ago, he was like, uh, he's like, I watched something that was a little bit scary. And he just threw up right in front of us right there. And it was, I believe he said it was called Tusks, but I think he watched Tusk instead. Oh, he watched Tusk? I, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's going to be the clip for the fucking episode. I know, If you know Tusk, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I, I have not seen Tusk, but I am aware of the... Uh, of the implications of what happens, and I kind of look like the movie cover. I hear, I hear it's <laughs> horrible, horrible. And he apparently watched that on YouTube, and he was throwing up, and he, he can't sleep with the lights off now. And he, oh gets, fuck, he gets sick when he thinks about it, and it's just it's, it's it's the definition of body horror close to like human centipede. Yeah, okay, okay, I've seen human centipede. It's a uh, uh, so you know it's an office of tusk. <sighs> What you know the synopsis like what the Tusk is about? It was uh, it was some mad scientist shit from what I understand. I don't really yeah. know. Um, okay, so it, it came from a podcast episode. Kevin Smith and his co- producer Scott Moser were just riffing on like yeah. shit on podcasts, and they just fucking riffed this story of like, what if this fucking podcast producer, this DJ, went up to Canada to do a story, and this mad scientist turned him into a fucking human walrus? Yeah. And then they got fucking funding and made it into a fucking horror movie. That sounds right. Yeah. It is Justin uh, Lee. Justin Long. Justin Long. Justin, Justin Long. Long. Yeah. Yeah. He goes up there and gets turned into a fucking human skin walrus okay. as a, yeah. like a pet for this fucking mad scientist played by Michael, Michael Parks. Okay. All right. And it's fucking, it's dark. Yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> body horror. I love horror movies, but body horror is the hardest for me to watch because yeah. it's just so close to home, I guess. Yeah. Like so early James Dunn movies are fucking hard for me. Like, yeah. like, uh, like uh, what was it? The one movie he did with, uh, what was it, fucking Super? I think it's called, like, his early movie, before Guardians of the Galaxy, he did, he did, he did a lot of uh, grotesque movies. Super, it was, that sounds familiar. But, but no, Super was, no, wait, that's, uh, that was Rain Wilson, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was him. I think that was good. It was, it was a very violent movie. Yeah. yeah. But there's some violent, uh, are there, there's, I can't remember, oh, we'll call off on tangent. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's some body horror movies. Uh, fucking Akira, do you ever watch Akira? The movie? Yeah. That is probably my favorite movie of all time. Akira? Akira, 100%. Yeah. I goddamn love that movie. I love that movie, too. Yeah. And, like, so, like, I'm new to anime. I wasn't really raised around or anything like that. Yeah. So, like, when I had my roommate like, a couple months ago, he showed me some anime. And, like, I had never watched Akira until, like, this year. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then I fucking like started noticing the Akira slides everywhere and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a meme. Yes, it is. Yeah, the slide. Yeah, the yeah. bike slide. I, I watch it probably once a year. I adore that movie like it is incredible i'm not even a huge anime fan i yeah. just it's movie is just so perfect yeah everything it's about movie. it's amazing um so. yeah like we started doing this thing where like i would show him a movie for my childhood he would show me a movie you know kind of like go back yeah. and forth he showed me a cure i showed him like i made him watch digimon nice <laughs> <laughs> i grew up on fucking that was my only anime was i grew up on digimon yeah fox kids man yep fox kids i remember that yeah i was part of the fox kids club back dude in the me day. too yeah you get the magazine yeah yeah wow <laughs> i was like so me and isaiah blue rift on this uh I was the part. No, I was like, oh, la- last. I was like, lastly, yeah, yeah, lastly, uh, I had the the Simpsons Club too. 
from Fox Kids or oh, wow. Fox Twenty Three. Yeah. And I won the fucking thing one year where it was like a Simpsons prize pack. I got like all this fucking like Pez dispensers, T shirts, and all this stuff. Nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was a Fox Kid dude through and through. Fox Twenty Three, yeah. man. Fox Twenty Three. Now so, it's just about the local murders. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I worked for that news station for a little. Really? Bit. Yeah. That was that was interesting. I was there a year. I think I was just behind the scenes stuff. It, it was the PA or what was it? Yes, PA. I did. Uh, live, I, I did the studio cameras and lighting, and uh, I ran the, the audio board. And it was, I'm glad I did it, but goddamn, it was stressful. It yeah. was like, I don't understand why they can't pre record the goddamn news. Like, they can do it 30 minutes ahead and then just cut some shit out of it. You no, know, it has, it's live. Like, yeah. if, if someone drops an F bomb, it's going out. Like, there yeah, is no. They're always ready for that breaking news kind of shit. Aren't yes, they? they are. Yeah. That's... But you could edit that in. I don't understand why you couldn't just do a pre recorded clip. Like, when you go to the commercial break, you know that you're going to have that 10 minutes or whatever, that right. five minutes, right. three minutes, whatever it is. Like, yeah, you it's... could have a breaking news interrupt right there. Well, uh, with the speed of that, that was their big plight is with the, with uh, Twitter and just the internet. They have to be, they have to beat that shit. That's, yeah. what, that's why they're doing it. There's, from what's being filmed in the studio, what's, what's being shot in the studio to what goes out in air, it's like a second and a half. Yeah. There's no time to react to yeah. editing whatsoever. Which I mean, I still, I still think that local news, local newspaper is important. Like, I, I, I I'm yeah, not saying totally. that. Like, yeah, like without that shit, we'd be fucking dumb. Yeah, like, we'd be blind. That's right. Yeah. Um, fuck. I mean, that's kind of why I love kind of shit like this too. It's sad that you know everybody's driving to North's podcast and stuff too. Yeah, but that's just what it is. What it is. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Uh. I did TV. I did radio for a while. Um, radio was like, there was like, I think like 15 to 20 seconds between what's said and what goes out. So there was a, there was a panic button to where you could, you could hit the button and it would cut out the last five seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you could go fuck and bam, and hit the button and you'd be fine. Yeah. Just yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was, it wouldn't beep it. It, yeah. w- it wouldn't censor it, but it would actually just literally cut out. It was a program that would cut out what was said and then it would catch back up. It had to rebuild the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, uh, now it's all in one little box. <laughs> yeah, right. And no one listens to goddamn radio anymore no. anyway, so it's dead. It's nah. fucking deadsville. It's like fucking like the only thing keeping serious alive is fucking Howard. Right, that's true. Like, like he keeps extending that fucking contract. They're like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Can we give you six more million, <laughs> please? Like, I, I don't know if you listen to Howard Stern at all. Uh, no, not really. Not really. I, really, I used but. to. Then I gave up my series. Like, even then, I kind of lost interest. Like it's still on there, but like Howard's getting paid so much, and I love him. I mean, he's inspired so much, but no. like. If you even subscribe to it now, it's like three days a week. Oh, really? And like, okay. if you watch this since COVID, because I was a very germaphobe kind of guy. Yeah. Um, since COVID, like, they're not even in studio together. I Howard, believe it. Yeah. Howard does his studio from home studio, and then it's like Skyped to another studio that's built up in like an LA. Yeah. And even like when Metallica's playing and stuff like that, they're playing to the other teleprompter to fucking live. Jesus. Yeah. Howard and Robin and them are fucking separate because of the fucking germs and stuff. Ugh, that. And it's just like I think it's a radio douche thing. I was I would say a lot of people that I worked with that were that were really germaphobic, they were yeah. microphobic, whatever you call it. But it's just being able to get your way and uh, complain and uh, I don't know, just you lose touch with reality. Yeah, you do. You you become you so so fucking egocentric that you get your way with things. People yeah. are just like, okay, yeah, you're yeah. the star of the show, so. You get your way, and then yeah. it, it, it rolls into microbes and shit like yeah. that. It's you're, you're gonna be fucking fine. You're a pussy, but it's it's kind of like whenever like I don't know if you, I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. I even watched yeah. his like his uh, like his evening with Kevin Smith. Yeah, those are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. his stories about Prince. Yes, yes, it's and amazing. He's talking yeah. about like you know when Prince had those stories like it's three a.m. I want a camel, yeah. and they have to explain and talk him down like why it's not logical sense that like three a.m. in Minnesota. Yeah. While it's snowing, you can't just get a camel. And Prince is like, "Why? Yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't get it." Yeah, he, he just, he's he's so far 
outs of the spectrum of normalcy yeah and stand, you know society that he's he doesn't get it but but it's prince and he's we'll give him a pass because he's prince yeah so, yeah i'm kind of curious like i i bet in the next 50 years or so they're gonna open that vault and let's see some of that stuff oh totally yeah it's um so he's had just dozens and dozens of albums that he never released he recorded and movies yeah and music videos and, and his documentary with kevin smith yes by god yeah about jehovah's witness yeah right <laughs> uh yeah like there's just a whole entire vault of full-on things with outfits, cinematography, like, like choreography, dance sequences, and music videos. Yeah. All that shit's filmed for his personal collection. He just filled, puts it in a vault. It's going to come out at some point. It's just it's up to his yeah. uh, his family or whoever is in charge of all that shit. This, See, like, the estate. The yeah. estate. Thank you. That's the word. Uh, yeah. So the estate of, in a similar situation, the estate of Frank Zappa yeah. is always, it's always been very under wraps. Like the family's been fighting with itself yeah. for just, fucking decades they've so there hasn't been a new zappa in forever and as of this year there's been like three or four live albums come out just out of fucking nowhere yeah like they would license some zappa shit to what he thought what he thought he would do but recently there's been some like there's been some ads with him there's a spotify ad a while back that had him lip syncing and dancing to some fucking edm video and i was like he would never fucking approve this but Uh apparently the estate did but they're releasing albums and they're fucking incredible. Yeah. So I, I kind of agree with what I already doing. have a roaster that you look like the guy that kind of really appreciate Frank Zappa. I, 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 yeah. I do. <laughs> it just kind of writes he, itself. He man. changed my life. Yeah. Frank Zappa was a fucking, <laughs> he's a hero to me. Love that man. Oh, the nice mustache too. Yeah. I know. Like it's, <laughs> I can't grow it. It doesn't connect at the bottom here. Like, like his does. Yeah. But yeah, I'm working on it. It's, it's bigger and it's fuller than it's ever been. So <laughs> that's Love. why I just have mine fucking edited on my logo. <laughs> <laughs> nice, hell yeah! That's the season two one. You see the improvement. Yeah, like, now with ears. <laughs> it didn't have ears before. <laughs> it looks like a silhouette of a potato. And I, just, yeah, <laughs> you can just put your face on it. I love it. So yeah, yeah. season two kind of improved it a little bit. There I, you I go. changed the mics. There you go. Dig it. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> hey guys, this episode is not brought to you by a mobile game like Best Fiends. You know, it's like Friends, but take out that R. Well, they're they trying to say the R's for like, is, is the R work? Is it R word? Can, can we say R word? Can we hint at the word? Re- Take out the R. Oh, fiends, friend. That's fucking retarded. The first time I think I met you was, well, it may have been a, a seller or something like that, but the first time I think I really talked to you was at Joe and Castro's roast. Okay, yeah. And we all roasted yeah. them and had fun. Yeah, that was fun. And, yeah. you know, I had Thunderwolf on here yesterday because that's the first time I met him. Yeah. And I told him personally, I was like, that not, that day meant a lot to me. You know, that was also the, the like, you guys don't know this, but that was the weekend that that girlfriend from Australia goes to me. So like, oh, yeah. I was drinking pretty heavily that day okay. because yeah. I was fucked. Like the night before she goes to me, and that guy answered the phone. Yeah. Oh shit. So Girl. I went the next day and I dressed up, but you know, I was shirtless and stuff like that. And I was the party guy. I was I was fucking drunk. Yeah. But I had only at that time been in a comedy a month two mm-hmm. and you guys were all there and i was like oh fuck <laughs> and not that yeah. i'm saying that like i don't want to say i held my owners but i felt like i did yeah you did great and i had a good time and then like i don't know i just like it, it felt really nice to be included with people that have been doing it for so long and actually feel like i accepted so like i, I really appreciated that night yeah, of course like yeah i'm I, I try and be as positive and uh, inclusive as i can like it's uh, yeah I was I was the new guy once. I'm still a I'm you know, I'm still a new guy when it comes to people that are actually out there fucking you know crushing. Yeah, it. it's uh, I'm not at that level yet, and I 
consider my I still consider myself a new yeah. guy. Like I I got a little experience with hosting and I got a mic and I'm that I'm proud of, but to me that's still small potatoes. Yeah. There's a lot more there's a lot more up to go. Well, that's why I feel with this. Like this I have no ego about this. Like yeah. I want to have people on and I want to help, you know, promote what I can. And yeah. yes, I'm building something, I'm getting a guest out of it, but at the same time, like I'm very trying to be humble about this. It's just something I'm trying to build with it. Yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to build a studio, like a production studio, a company out of this. Yeah. It's fucking fly. I know, right? <laughs> Ugh. I just watched the, uh, the the D&D movie for the second time last Oh, really? Night. Is it good? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking great. It's so, it's so fun. It's uh, light. It's, it, not light, but it's 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 got great jokes in it. Uh, very adventurous. There's some really intense action, and it's just fucking great. It's, okay, can I ask one question? Because it's always stumped me. Yep. How is... Okay, this is going to be a random one. How was... Michelle Rodriguez's acting. She is Michelle Rodriguez as usual. Okay. She's she's tough woman, as always. Yeah. She's that character. So because like in there's a certain point like I recently watched all the Fast and Furious movies again. Oh yeah. (laughs) After like Fast Four, she just turns into tough woman. Okay. It's for the first like she's not in the second one or third one, so that doesn't count technically. She's only in the first and the fourth. And then she dies in the first 15 minutes of the fourth one. Uh, okay. Spoiler alert from a 10-year-old yeah. movie. I, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, but the first movie, she like she has some fucking ruggedness to it, like some like some kind of yeah. slyness to it, and she's also a lot skinnier, not buff. Yeah. She just looked normal. Yeah. Uh, she's like a normal Latino woman. She's pretty attractive. Yeah. I thought. And then she got fucking buffed up, and she just turned into like, oh, you have to logically be able to fight Ronda Rousey for some fucking reason. She's buffed up. She's, so she's a barbarian in the movie. So, yeah, she's tough as shit. She's cut. She has that... Michelle Rodriguez looks. See if I can do it in the camera like that. That uh, like eyes down, like mouth is tight. Just yeah, that look she always does. Yeah, she's, like, she, like she has two lazy eyes. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's <laughs> doing that in the whole movie. Yeah, she's she's fine. She's Michelle Rodriguez. Okay. Right? So uh, Chris Pine is hilarious and charming, and uh, the movie's clever and just ass loads of fun. So nice, definitely recommended. So like, I'm not a D and D guy. I've never been. I never like. My ex roommate was big in D and D. We had a couple times we tried to do st- campaigns and stuff, and it yeah. just never worked. Yeah, I've always been curious. I've just never been had the opportunity to join like a, a campaign or anything really. Okay. Um. Well, I'm not really going to ask about that. I've only played. Not that I'm a hindi. I just I've no experience with it. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I'm trying to get. Like, I've... so as a as a person that has really no base level D and D knowledge, would I? Ex- what do you think? What a person like that would enjoy the film absolutely okay. yes it's it's uh, that's what i was getting at. it's a good it's a it's good for kids and it's still hilarious and there's still awesome action it's yeah. you don't need to know you know uh what your die are or anything but it's yeah it's a lot of fun i haven't played a extensive amount of D myself the the missus has and she was very excited to see it so yeah it's great. I can appreciate because you obviously tell by my set, like I'm never gonna fucking knock somebody else's fucking like right. you know I'm not gonna kink shame. Yeah, <laughs> we don't kink shame on the loaded meat. Yeah. We don't geek shame. <laughs> geek shame. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're standing, you're sitting in front of Transformers and fucking AEW action figures. Nice. I'm, I'm I, I didn't look back here yet. Yeah, so. that Transformers back there. Oh, I was huge in the Transformers back in the day. I yeah. saw a. I was at. You familiar with the uh, Vintage Toy Mall? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, it's uh, they had a. Uh, they so, had the '80s Optimus Prime with the. With the trailer behind it in the box. Nice. Last time I was in there, I was like, that so, was the fucking toy. When so I was my first level is all Cybertron. So they all have Cybertronian yep. outfits. Right. The middle one is like the classic 80s. Yep. You see Optimus Prime yep. and all of them. Yep. And then the third one is the 86 movie. So oh, I, wow. Okay. Yeah. So nice. I have it. And then if you go lower, it's Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Fuck yeah. All yeah. right. Good. And then I have the. So I have an Autobots and I have Decepticons on the other side behind you. Nice. And then the top, you can see all the big guys. I even have the fucking arc. Like and the Dinobots, yeah, and, yeah, oh, hell yeah, that's great. Mike, like, if I ever get big enough, so like, there's some things where I, I, you know, I don't, 
I kind of gave up collecting as I got more into comedy this year. Like, mm-hmm. I've reached a stage where, like, I have a good set and everything like that. I'm happy. And this really got me through COVID because, like, I was flipping toys for a living. Yeah. That's what I paid the bills during COVID. Oh, nice. Um, Like, you would go during COVID and nobody's going out. And on the coast, there would be like, these exclusives like Target, Walmart, stuff like that. Yeah. And they'd be sold out. But here in Tulsa or Owasso or anything like that, nobody's going out. Nobody's collecting. So I'd grab them all up and I'd flip them. Nice. And that's what got me and paid the bills. Wow. And it also helped me collect all this. And, you know, it just, you know, it's very therapeutic. Because I'm one of those guys, like, I don't like buying online. There's something to the hunt. Right. Yeah. You know, like, you go to a local Target, you're like, oh, there's that figure I've been looking for. Fuck yeah. And then the endorphins kick in. And well, fucking... this is all this is all from being there. Yeah. Well, that's, that's there's a few. Shit. I mean, yeah. like, a, a lot, lot of work. Of, there's a few, like, the Haslabs I have to order because they're exclusives. Yeah. But, yeah, most of it is in-store. Cool. Very cool. I like the hunt. And, like, I think that's going to be the next phase. Like, if I could start getting different shows in different cities and stuff and, like, you know, driving. Right. I have. You've seen my little gimbal cam. Um, yeah, I want right. to mount that on the dash of my car and kind of do, like, travel vlogs and, Sweet. like, do toy hunts. Cool. Hell yeah. And I think that, because, like, I'm very inspired by pro wrestlers. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. And I honestly think that there's a huge similarity between independent wrestling and stand-up comedy. Yeah. Um, people that are on the independent wrestling scene are a lot of times just doing it for a hot, hot dog and a handshake. Right, they are. They're traveling all these little fucking mom-and-pop stores or shows, doing it for 20 bucks maybe, and they're just working on their craft, hoping to fucking get a break. Yeah. And they, a lot of them that make it big have their own merch. They fucking do like uh, travel vlogs and stuff like that. There's a guy named Ethan Page who I'm a huge fan of. I don't know if you've ever, do you watch mm. wrestling at all? No, not anymore. Okay. Um, AEW, do you know what the, that is at least? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with it. It's it's up and coming and it's yeah. pr- it's big now. Yeah, it's but, huge now. Yeah. Um, they just signed a second show and they're getting ready. To, they're doing Wembley Stadium. No shit. Yeah. Damn. Um. Huh. The last time wrestling was there was the 80s with Bull- British Bulldog and Bret Hart. Oh, British Bulldog. Those two of my favorites right there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, AEW is only a four-year-old company now, and there's rumors they're going to do an England show. And people wow. are like, oh, they're going to do Wembley. There's Wembley There's Wembley Stadium, then there's Wembley like, Center, and it's like the smaller one. Kind of like how yeah. Kane's has a Kane side, side room. Right. And so people are like, oh, if they're going to do Wembley, they're going to do the small one, because that's like 10,000 seats. Right. And then they announced, no, we're going to do the full Wembley Stadium, and we're going to sell it out. Um, within like a week, they sold fifty thousand tickets for them. That's um, awesome. so I think they're up to like sixty or seventy thousand seats, and they haven't even booked a match yet. <laughs> well, it's in August. No shit. So like, they're incredible. Like, I didn't realize it was popular overseas. I thought it was like football here. Like, oh, they, just, um, they just didn't get it. So pro wrestling is treated huge in Canada, Mexico, England, and Japan. Yeah, those places treat it like an actual real sport. Okay. Um, so much like, you know, Bret Hart, like yeah. in Calgary, in Canada, he's a God, like yeah. Canada love hockey and wrestling. Canadians do. Yeah. Um, England has its own style of pro wrestling. Um, it's more what they call catches catch tan or, uh, it's more like holding and stuff like that and submissions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Japanese is what they would call like a strong style and it's more like martial arts, like heavy hitting. Yeah. And you'll see that more like kind of MMA influenced. To where, like, when they hit somebody, it fucking hurts. Like, I've, I've seen some clips. They're yeah. stiff. Yeah. <laughs> they go for it to look. Yes, it's predetermined, but they're putting on a ferociously authentic, strong hitting match. Yeah. And, like, that's where I get it. It's like, I know it's predetermined. Right. But my feeling is, like, I'm a, I was a UFC fan. I still appreciate it. Yeah. But I don't want to spend 80 bucks on a pay-per-view and the main event's over in three minutes. Yeah, it's true. And then I'll be like, what the fuck did I spend that money on? Yeah. Whereas if I fucking buy a pay-per-view from AEW once a month or once every four months and it's 50 bucks, mm-hmm. 
I know that main event's gonna go thirty minutes, right. and I'm gonna be entertained. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, and that's why I justify it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's kind of like uh, a big famous pop star concert. Like, yeah. uh, I'm not I'm not a Lizzo fan, yeah, necessarily, but I would have gone because I know it's gonna be a huge goddamn show. Yeah, and I would love to see that. Yeah, uh, um, I went to Maroon Five. It'd be okay. Yeah, um, I got free tickets, and I'm like, I wasn't a big Maroon Five. I'm not a big pop guy. Me neither. But yeah. I went there and. It made me a fan because when they were live, they had full instruments. It was a full-on fucking rock show. Good. And the encore, he has a fucking uh, walkway descend from the rafters, <laughs> and he walks from the stage to the middle of the crowd, and he's playing fucking live guitar solos to the fucking crowd. Nice. And I'm like, this is a fucking amazing performance. This guy's a showman, and it made me yeah. a fan. Nice. Um, what's his name? Um, the guy from fucking One Direction now, Harry Styles. Yeah. I'm a fan of Harry Styles. Who the fuck would have thought I was a Harry Styles fan? But I saw him at Coachella, and I was like, dude, this guy is a fucking showman. Hell yeah. And, like, he fucking performed with Shania Twain, of all people. Okay. Look and, for him. Yeah. And, like, and Lizzo. Yeah. But, like, I was just like, god damn, like, that was a fucking monster concert. And, like, there's, I, I go by effort. I go by yeah. people that are putting in, like, solid effort, and, like, you could tell that they're fucking talented. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't care right. about the genre. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I do appreciate a good fucking production i really yeah. really do like that's this is a like a. I don't give a shit about maroon five but i would have loved to have seen that like yeah i could walk away descending from the sky that's great yeah so. like uh i i when my first concert at BOK when it was, it was a long time ago when it first was about to open like 2008 or 9 yeah. they had metallica there and it was the first time yeah. metallica was in tulsa like 20 years yeah and it was kirk's birthday okay they it was during their death magnetic tour. I don't know if you remember that album cover, but it was, it was like bang, bang, bang. Yes, death magnetic. Yeah, but it was the big like tune. It was the big uh casket cover, like the big black casket. Yeah, right. So for BOK, they had these gigantic like twenty foot caskets all around the rafters, and at times they would swing. Nice. And they were just like these pendulum swinging caskets through the fucking rafters. And it was fucking dope. And I'll always remember that because like they put on a fucking cool performance. And they had it timed with lighting and everything with the songs. Yeah. So when they're doing the monster solo, these fucking gigantic caskets are just swinging. Very cool. And Very I'll cool. always remember that because you yeah. know what I mean? They made a moment. Yeah. And it was worth the money. Uh, I, I feel f- fortunate that I got to see Rammstein at Ooh. one point in my life. So it was most, most people haven't. Uh, it was uh, two, uh, just 2001. It was the longest time ago. I was still in high school. It was, um, it was. Where's the backtrack? Backtrack that Duhast reference. Oh god damn! I, like, uh, Till Lind- Till Lindemann, the singer, he's in trouble right now. So he got some allegations come out. But they, don't they all? Yeah, they all do. It sucks. The like, Flash in theaters now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So <laughs> that'll be the the, the tag. <laughs> this, this this just happened yesterday. So the it's gonna settle, and we're gonna see what the fuck happened. But <laughs> okay. I did get to see Rammstein in 2001. It was the uh, Pledge of Allegiance tour at what used to be the Ford Center in Oklahoma City. I don't know what it is now. And uh, it Yeah, was, they don't want to call it the Ford Theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was uh, Rammstein, Mudvayne, Slip, Slipknot, and System of a Down. Oh, my. Okay, the last one popped me. I'm a huge System fan. I was a... At the time, I was like, I could have nutted watching it. I was just like... I probably was. I, I still love System. They're great, but I'm... I was a monster fan back then. Like yeah. that was the band. And I still think one of my like probably top five albums that changed my life and it's is uh, Mesmerize Hypnotize. Okay, I was gonna say the original self titled was the fucking yeah, thing. and the Steelers album's good too. Blew oh. my fucking mind. There was no nobody else sounded like yeah. him. It was incredible. Yeah, love System of a Down. There we got that song in the first album that it's it's three quarter time. It's the it's the peephole is the name of it, and it's 
It's a it's a That's fucking a deep cut. It's yeah. a waltz metal song, and I'm yeah. like, that was like, this is all very cool and very exciting. And then I heard that song, and I'm like, holy shit, this is wildly different. And yeah. I, I got to hear more of this shit. It's delicious. If there's like the, like a thing of like ten albums I have to have on my list before I die, or kind of like that, that that the double album of Mesmerized Hypnotized is up there. Is it's in there. incredible. Yeah, it's a great um, fucking. Album. I quote those songs like terracotta, terracotta, terracotta pie, yeah, terracotta pie. Yeah. Like so, like I always identify like with uh, the higher pitch backup singers. I'm working yeah. on bits about that too. Like. I have a very high pitched voice. Yeah. Uh, when I sing, I can sing soprano and stuff like that. I'm very, like, I sing Frankie Valley and shit because nice. karaoke, karaoke. So, like, I can't sing rap. You know, growing up as a kid, white kid with rap, I couldn't rap, yeah. but I could always sing the hooks yeah. that all the female singers and stuff <laughs> did. You know what I mean? I have, like, yeah. hit, like, I have songs about that, like, our jokes about that, but, like, I love that kind of shit. So when System of, System of a Down is like, terracotta, terracotta, I, I can hit those pitches and I love yeah. that. Nice. I always love the second singer. I love Surge. What was the second singer's um, name? Darren. 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 Yeah. I loved his voice, like his high pitch when he would go up. Yeah. Because it complimented Surge so well. He did, yeah. It sucks that. Uh, well, that was the problem with those guys is Darren was the primary songwriter. And as the so- the albums progressed, you could see he wanted more recognition for yeah. what he was doing. Cause he became more prevalent as the albums went along. Yeah. And they released like two singles like five or six years ago. And yeah. it was. It was Darren songs with Surge kind of in the background just doing support, and that was it, and they sucked. Yeah. It, <sighs> like, like Surge had a couple solo stuff, like Sky is Over and yeah. stuff like that. I like right. that. It was a good um, album. Yeah, it was okay. Um, But, like, I sing Lonely Day at karaoke. I oh, fucking, yeah, it's beautiful. Like, I love that song. Love that I song, love his yeah. voice. Yeah. Um, And that guitar solo fucking gives me chills. Yes. Yes, that's a fucking It, it feels like song. water, like rainfall or something yeah. like that. It's like what I always think of. Yeah, yeah, I, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, it's I love great. that we can jam about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I, I've always identified with that kind of stuff. Like this is off kilter. High. Like I, I sing the darkness. I love the darkness. Oh yeah. Okay. I believe in a thing called. I, I'm familiar. I'm. I've. I've heard I'm, a few songs. But. The album's 20 years old. Yeah. And they're doing a U.S. tour. They're not coming anywhere near here. And I'm fucking heartbroken. Of course. Yeah. I think the closest is like uh, Kansas City. I'm like, that's a, that's a, I can go there, but nice. like. You know, because they're from England, so like, what's the chance I'm gonna be able to see them again? True. So I'm like, maybe I want to go. True. Goddamn, like I'm saying, Rammstein was in Dallas last year or the year yeah. before, and I was in, I was not around or I didn't have the money. I'm just like, God damn it, I missed them. It's yeah. such a huge, huge show. Yeah, I, I recommend go on YouTube, just watch one of their shows. It's just, just fire, explosion, and there's fucking cum sometimes. And it's, <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. As so it good. should be. As there should be. Happy Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, have you seen Guar? Yeah, I know of them. Okay. Especially on uh, Jenny Jones back in the day. Or yeah, Ricky Lake. yeah. 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 It was uh, one of those talk shows that was hilarious. That's one of the all-time favorite talk show clips. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so that that lead singer, Odorous Arungus, passed away about four or five years ago. So they got a new guy who was already Spoiler in the band. alert. Yeah. They, they're still incredible. I saw them. I think I saw them in October. They were here. They played the Canes. And it was it was amazing. They uh, brought out uh, a gigantic robot demon monster and did battle on stage, and everyone got absolutely soaked with blood and fucking whatever bodily fluids. And it's that's, that's great. Guar, yeah. everyone needs to go see Guar. Go see Guar. God damn it! It's like you know, completely off kilter, uh, but similar. Uh, Tech Nine. I'm a huge Tech Nine fan. Yeah, I grew up with Tech Nine in this area. Yeah, like you know, that was just that was a thing. This- um, Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. Oh, but he did Tulsa Kane's Ballroom a couple years or a long time ago, back yeah. in like 20, 2005 or six. Yeah, and they had like a ten foot long blunt on stage. Nice, and they lit it, and it was just like it was massive. Wow, it was like a subway, like one of those fucking party sets, but it was a fucking blunt. Is it was it real? Yes. No shit. Wow. <laughs> 
Cool. Well, it, it might have been. I, I hope it was because it lit and it smoked and they yeah. fucking took hits. Wow. Hell yeah. So if it was a prop, I want to know what they fucking put in it to make it. I mean, it, it could have just been tobacco cheap. I don't Still, know. Yeah. Good for them. That's At fair. least at the end. I mean, it fucking lit. Yeah. Props to them. Does Tech Nine, does he have family here or something? Because it seems Kansas like. Kansas City. He's what? from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. But it seems like he's in Tulsa often. I bet he does. Yeah. Um,. I mean, he's in Tulsa often, yeah. He is. Like, I've seen his tour bus a number of times just run, run around Well, town. I mean, like, I also respect a lot of tech, because tech's always been independent. Yeah. He's always been he an is. independent label. He's, Strange he's a bad motherfucker. I'm don't, I'm not familiar with a lot of his music. I've yeah. heard a number of songs, but I respect what he does. I know he's out there fucking killing it. And that's where I go from, is like, I don't have a certain genre. I'm fa- like, if I had a favorite genre of music, probably be like, nowadays, like, alternative rock, maybe, or something like right. that. Like, that's something weird. like that. Alternative, but that, that's a wide range too. You, you know, that could be anything. Yeah, that's weird. Like, that's a weird question to think. So, like, back in high school, I was like, I'm into punk and ska punk and yeah. all that shit, but that's kind of fucking weird. That's a weird thing to say now. Yeah. Like, that's, right now, like, I could listen, like, most of the time, my Spotify is just on, on shuffle. Yeah. And I have like 5,000 songs on my likes list. I listen to a, I listen to a lot of metal, but like, I also listen to a lot of like chill ass EDM too at the same time. Um, do like, you, have you ever heard of Zarface? Zarface, that sound no, okay. I highly, highly recommend everybody check out Zarface. Zarface. Um, it's a rap group. Yeah, the main rapper, I shit you not, is a white dude that sounds like Jay Z. Okay, but all of their um, metaphors, all their rap lyrics, everything is about like heavily influences like Star Wars, geek culture, nice. like nerd stuff, wrestling out fucking. Um, things transform like anything that would be like in this kind of culture of like our like 90s kids that grew up with fox kids yeah. they're rapping about it and it's fucking amazing beats sweet, sweet. um okay. they're pretty good uh tom's a girl that's like their favorite his favorite group nice i, I do like I've, i'm still kind of new to them but i really like uh uh death grips Ooh, they're coming to town they're coming to canes I like death grips and i i think it's pronounced horror but it's H O nine nine O nine. Okay. So horror. It's it's. Uh, What'd you call me? Yeah. yeah ho- ho- <laughs> I have a hard time saying that word. Yeah. Whenever I say I'm looking for horror movies, people are just like fucking excuse me. I'm like, you have to go through the beads for that. Horror. <laughs> horror. I, need, I need the horror movies, but yeah, uh, the band. It's uh, I think it's just three dudes, and uh, it's very industrial metal based, but it's rap, and it's very exciting and nice. very loud, and uh, they dress in nightmarish awesome costumes and just like it looks like a fucking great show nice. um, they've worked with Corey taylor of slipknot before and at least one or two tracks and uh they're they're coming up they're doing really good because if something has good writing or a good beat or like i said if efforts put into it that i can recognize the effort i'm gonna kind of be drawn to it like yeah. i'm a childish gambino fan because i see nice. how much fucking like how original he is you He's know what i mean like, yeah um just anybody like that like fucking doesn't have to be a genre of comedy or anything movies anything yeah. if it, like my favorite show right now is Barry. Uh, I haven't seen it. I'm familiar, but I haven't seen it's it. It's my like. It just finished. They just put the last yeah. episode out like last Sunday. Nice. And it may. I'm gonna, I'm rewatching it right now. It may be the perfect show in my opinion. I hear it's great. I hear it's very very good. I've not not watched it. I got other shit on my plate at the, the moment, the, but it is. Um, I will. They're 30 minute episodes, and they're only eight episodes a season. And there's four seasons. Oh so no shit. There's okay. 32 episodes. Okay. Perfect. And um, well, what that show is interesting because they, they did two two seasons. And then COVID happened right when they were starting pre-production on season three. Yeah. And in an effort to keep everything going, he's like, well, can we just go ahead and write season four and keep it going and get people paid and working through COVID? Yeah. So they blocked and basically figured out season three and four through COVID and took a two-year break between seasons two and three coming out. Okay. And so three and four are just now coming out, the seasons that are finished. Yeah. 
But uh, I like to say now, because re- everybody tell you, will tell you, oh, it's a show about a hitman that takes an acting class. Yeah. I like to say it's a comedy show. It's a dark comedy show with drama behind it that morphs into a drama show with a hint of dark comedy. Okay. It flips. Okay. And it's Bill. I like I said, I love effort. I love people that have their own visions. Bill Hader's a Tulsa guy. Yeah. Um, this is his show. He wrote, produced, and he the last season he directed every single episode. Nice. Um, when they do action sequences, it's like levels of John Wick style action sequences. Um, but like the writing is superb. It is so well crafted, well thought out. The characters like. Henry Winkler has like the best performance of his life in this fucking show. Awesome, I love that guy. <laughs> and like, I, like he can go from one moment being absurdly funny to just dark, depressing, and like sad, yeah. and then immediately just switch it. Good. And like, it's it's some of the best acting too. For like, if somebody's ever wanted to do be on stage, I would say watch this show and even mute it. Sometimes Bill Hader does. There's even entire master classes on YouTube of Bill Hader acting with just his eyes alone. Okay. Because there's certain scenes in the show where there's no dialogue, and it's just you just see every range of emotion just from his eyes, and <laughs> it's fucking impressive, dude. Like it's so fucking impressive. Good. Okay. Like okay. yeah, I can't talk more shit about or more props about that show. That's, it's a masterpiece. Okay, very cool. All right, you're selling me. Like, Did you ever watch uh, Better Call Saul? No. Or Breaking Bad or anything? No. Like that? Okay. Also no. <laughs> Better Call Saul is great too. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like. Uh, oh fuck! I just blanked on his name. Uh, um. Um. Now I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Bill, uh, Bob, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, I love, I love Odenkirk. Mister Show was pretty great. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I truly hold dear that I think the best dramatic performances come from comedians. Yeah. Like they can hit that that uh, what's it called ethos or whatever the, yep. that, that 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 part. Of, you know, a lot of us have you know because we got the pain. Yes, we got the. We're all pain. broken toys, yep. right? Like to do comedy, there's got to be some fucking tragedy behind it. Robin Williams was, I think. Uh, a good example of that. Yeah. He, he had some fucking super sad roles for being one of the funniest motherfuckers yeah. ever. Yeah, Patch Adams. Yes. Oh, God. That movie makes me cry. It's such a dark movie, but it's so sad. He, he uh, Jack. Oh, oh, my God, Jack. I was hoping you weren't going to bring it up, but that's it. <sighs> okay. I haven't I haven't seen it since it was on VHS when I was a kid. Yeah. I rented it. I fucking cried the whole goddamn movie. Jack was, fucked me up so hard as a kid. Oh, my God. Who the fuck greenlit that movie? I know. It's so like, sad. If you show that movie to kids, it is traumatizing. And the tra- it's as bad as Tusk. The trailer. The tra- <laughs> that's a callback call for back, you. Yeah. The trailer they had for that it was like, "Hey, he's a kid. It's fun." Like, blah blah blah. I'm Robin Williams as a child, yeah. but growing up, like that's a fun scenario. Yeah. And then the movie is just like fucking heartbreak. It opens with that scene of him being born and his mom screaming and pulling the kid out and just yeah. like, "Oh my god, it was fucking it's like reverse savage. Benjamin Button kind Jesus. of thing." Jesus, yeah, because he was because you know, his aging was happening while he was in in utero, so yeah. he was a humongous baby. And that poor woman. I, I think he killed his mom. I don't, he might have. I, I don't, maybe he did. I, I don't remember. I just know his dad's never gonna make her come ever again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, call the boys. We gotta. We gotta work on a mom the tonight. The jaws. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Perineum. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> I got a baby on the way, and he's big, but he's not. He ain't that fucking big. I was a ten pound baby. Yeah, I was nine. I was a big baby too. Yeah. Uh, I have a big ass head, dude. I don't you can tell. Like, it's fucking huge. I. You have a hat in here. We can compare. I also have a gigantic melon. I was talking about this today with the with the misses. Look! Look at the notch. Are you last two? Also, I'm last two. I'm last one. I'm last two. Yeah. Let's see here. That's my exclusive GTA Five. Los hat. Santos. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh my god. Okay. Yep. Last two. It is a little snug. 
That snuggle, yeah, it's yeah. A little snug, but it does. It fits pretty good. Like, and that, that is for the camera. That is, that is, last two on there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is last two. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I got a. I got quite quite a dome on me, and it's hard to find hats. So you you get it. Yeah. Like yeah, you get it. Uh, when I had a when I was a football in eighth grade, they had a custom order like a two XL helmet for me when I was in eighth grade, and then <laughs> when I did, I, me and my dad raced four wheelers for a while. Yeah. I had a four XL helmet when I was fourteen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just have a big head, man. Yeah. Uh, there's some companies out there that make hats for big-headed dudes, but their hats kind of suck. <laughs> like, like, uh, I'm not a fan of their designs. Like but, All these are pretty tight on me. Yeah. Um, the best hat I have is from when I worked at T-Mobile, and it was adjustable, and it's this leather-build hat. Yeah. And I love it so much. It's in my car. So much so that when I quit the company, or when I left the company, uh, I love this hat. I was like, man, that's a giant fucking T-Mobile logo on it. So I fucking clipped it and broke it off. Nice. And now I just put a Mr. Meeseeks po- like, pin in there. Because <laughs> yeah. it's my favorite hat, and I mean, it just I've fits seen you so wear that. Per- Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It, it fits so perfect. Yeah. Because it just, you know, even on my hair and stuff, it fits good. Nice. I've so, had, yeah. I had a straw hat that I've been wearing for the last three summers, and it is basically dissolved as of today. It's just slowly fell apart, and today was, we, we hit the pool this morning at the apartment complex to keep the kid nice. entertained, and it's just, it's done. It's just, fuck, it's a pile of fucking grass now is what it is. <laughs> I like. Well, speaking of me, I so I told you, like, I dressed for the guests. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know the shirt. It's I Rick- didn't, but now I do. Yeah. So the reason I wore the Rick and Morty shirt is you had yeah. a bit about Justin Roiland. Yeah. Well, the last time or two times ago when I was at Kindles. Yeah. I was just talking shit about the guy because he seems. Yeah. I've seen a number of interviews and he seems like a fucking prick. Well, like, it, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, because like yeah. Uh, the story behind. I'm not justifying that guy at all. Yeah. Um, from what I've heard and like people, there was a whole like uh, variety piece about it. I think yeah. it was Variety or Deadline. I think I think I read that Variety piece actually. Um, yeah. where basically they were saying like he's great at an initial idea of setting up a show, mm-hmm. and then okay, next project, and like basically everybody else just does the show, and he comes in and does the voices. Yeah, that's yeah. So like Rick and Morty, he's not really involved with too much more. He just does the voices. Like there's a whole writing team behind that now. Yeah, that's right. And then there was like the Solar Opposites, and then yeah. like his gaming division. Like basically, he's great at these initial ideas, getting. You know, click, set up the group. Okay, then I'm just back off now. Okay, yeah. which I mean, if that's what his business plan is working. I'm, I'm, uh, but like, when not he, necessarily dogging the guy. Good for him. He's he's successful. Good for yeah. him. I well, just think he's a jerk. But what I saw that what I was getting at was like when people were like, "Oh my god, he does every voice in Rick and Morty." It's fucking canceled. I'm like, not really, because for like the last three seasons, he's really just done the voices. Yeah, that's it. So you fucking get an AI generator, or you get a fucking somebody that can do a Rick voice, and you're yeah. fucking golden. He's not even in studio, from what I hear. He just yeah. yeah he was he would re- record his bit, send it in, and they're like, okay, uh, we'd make a uh, fucking edit to it, and yeah, we're go. Yeah, so like, yeah, I'm not condoning like you know, I don't have a fucking dog in the race. Yeah, right. I love Rick and Morty as a show, but I love the storyline and everything like that. And then once I found out like that's the whole team of writers, I'm like, okay, well I can still like them. It's kind of like I can love Harry Potter but not J.K. Right. It's true. It's true. It's uh, I, I was. <sighs> kind of done with rick and morty i watched season one two and three and i think that was when the szechuan sauce incident happened yes All those shitheads going to mcdonald's and causing yes. goddamn scenes and i'm like i want nothing to do with this and i let it go for years and uh, uh meet the wife moving together and she's like oh my god this is my favorite show i'm like fuck rick and morty so we yeah. watch it i'm i'm back into it i'm i'm caught up currently it's, it's good it got it, better it's, like, after it's three it, the writing gets a lot the better. writing is very good i'll give it yeah. to him so like i'm I guess I'm just being a fucking hater over here in the corner. So, <laughs> just like, yeah. No, I mean, there's some shows like that. I, I, I you're gonna be a hater sometimes because yeah. they're like, oh, it's too cool. I know, I know. It's just I was so 
I was very into it until the Szechuan sauce thing, and I'm like, I want nothing to do with this community, yeah. so I'm just going to leave the show behind. Well, it's like, Maybe I'm placing blame not where it's supposed to go, but I'm like, nah, I'm good. No, thank you. I don't like it that much. Well, it's like um, my, my, my ex-roommate was like, you know, I'm a hardcore Marvel guy, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, like, I understand people that were like Marvel burnout or superhero burnout fatigue kind of yeah. thing, because like, there's so much. I'm there. He was, <laughs> I'm like, there. I, he was like that. But, like, yeah. you know, when last year or during COVID, when there was, like, all those Disney Plus Marvel shows. Yeah. I'm home, home. I'm gonna watch them. They're Marvel, yeah, right. and I enjoyed them and stuff. And he was like, oh, "I'm not watching those. I'm burnt out on super superhero fatigue." But then when we get to like Shang Chi or like a movie that has those characters come in, he's like, "Well, I didn't see that stuff. Why the fuck are we watching this now?" I'm like, mm -hmm. "Dude, you should have watched the fucking show with us." Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, they're gonna keep going. Like, the world doesn't stop. Unfortunately, it's true. Well, Marvel was always like that. It was yeah. even with comics. It was, it was like they would have you know. Say just one little reference with an asterisk and it says, see this episode of X-Force. Right? I'm well, so like, glad fuck. you get that because yeah. I was just about to bring up, I wish they would start doing that tongue-in-cheek yeah. in these movies and Disney Plus shows. They would have the little fucking blip come up and be like, you can see this and She-Hulk on Disney Plus. That is a good idea. I um, like that a lot, actually. Spoiler Holy alert. And we'll clip it. Uh, have you seen the new Spider-Verse movie? No. Did you watch the first one? Yeah, not No. Not, no. Yeah, um, I watched some of it, but I didn't watch the whole fucking thing. So. I would give, in, in my opinion, and most people's opinion, it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Okay, um, it's just it's a really heartfelt, great movie. Yeah, the second one I did, kids came out, took my kids to it. Yeah, um, they have parts because it's all tongue in cheek, and it's like the meta very movie, meta yeah. movie. Um, there's parts where they have those little blitz and they're like, you can see this in this episode or something like that, and like in the last no movie, yeah. Good. So they even do that in that little tease, good. But it works that. in that universe. Yeah, there's even like live action people that come in this fucking movie. Really, like they, it's a celebration of everything Spider-Man. Okay. Okay, it's cool. fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, I watched some of the first Spider-Verse and like, yeah, this is cool. I was like I was doing something. I was yeah. like I can't focus on this right now, but it was pretty cool. Um, um I did play the first the first Sony. They're amazing. They're my favorite PlayStation games. So I I uh the stepson owns the second one and I own the first one and I've played the absolute ass out of the first one. I loved it. They're, the 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 story's amazing, the yeah. character work. Goddamn Doc Ock is just so awesome. That the that that Doc Ock in that game was yes. fucking incredible. I the, loved him. The the Sinister Six reveal yes. at the raft. Yep. Every time is so great because they all the marketing they made it seem like Mr. Negative was the big bad. Yeah. And then when they reveal that it's Doc Ock, it's so fucking cool. Yep. It was awesome. Um so you're a fan of it. Yes. How'd you feel about the recast in a video game? Uh did you notice that? The recast, what do you mean? Okay, so do you play on PS4 or PS5? PS4. Okay. On PS5, they remastered uh, with Miles Morales coming out, yeah. they remastered the first game and put them out together. Yeah. Well, when they remastered it, they fucking upped all the resolutions and all the yeah. graphics and they mocap and everything. And it was during COVID. They couldn't get the same motion capture actor for Peter. So they recast Peter Parker's face for the remaster. It's a completely different actor, but the same voice. Really? It is jarring if you played it on PS4. Like, I'm going to show you. Like, I, 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 actually, it's the first I've heard about this. I have no idea. Uh, I'm a big fan of uh, screen screenshots yeah. when i'm playing games i take ass load of screenshots of just cool moments and one of my favorite things favorite screenshots i ever took was in that scene in the, in the first spider-man where you are playing as mary jane in that hostage situation where yeah. you're in the train station oh, okay so you can go to you can open up her you know you can do selfie mode like you can with anybody yeah. but you're mary jane and you're doing your little where's the camera you're doing your little like peace sign like hey you got terrorists behind you pointing <laughs> guns and shit I got a couple of those. I'm like, God damn, this is this is the fucking the best screenshot I ever okay, fucking had. <laughs> okay, you can see the difference. Yeah, it's like 
So for the, the, through the entire game, they recast him. What the fuck? So anytime you're playing as Peter Parker, it's a completely different face. The same voice though. Same voice. It's still, okay. It's still Yuri. And like, okay. and so when you get to these new sequels, like the yeah. new ones coming out. Yeah. And even in Miles. Yeah. It's a different Peter. So okay. that's the new Peter going forward. Did he die? No, it's just they couldn't get that same motion capture guy for when they remastered it, so they okay. just recast him because they couldn't get it during COVID. Well, shit. Okay. Well, and they put out a thing like we try, like we just really couldn't do it because of scheduling. <laughs> okay. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if you saw the trailer for the new game. They put mm-hmm. out a trailer for Spider Man Two, and they're introducing Venom. Oh fuck! And yeah. the Black Symbiote. Okay. Okay. You're gonna nerd out. We're gonna watch. Okay. okay. Cool. Let's do that. A few moments later. I love the Black Symbiote suit. Yeah. 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 This is Peter, right? Yeah, this is Peter. Wait. One hour later. <laughs> nice. Three at a time. Dig it. Two hours later. <laughs> yep. He's mine. Well play. 100%. Sure? Yeah. That's okay. the, that game. I'm, uh, on. I'm on board. What was the guy that was like, uh, I'm not into horror, but like there was the, the, there's a black actor with a very deep voice, like tiny or something like that. Um, he did like the Candyman or Lawnmower Man. Like he was famous. Oh for, yeah, like, something uh, like you know what I mean. He has a very distinctive dark, gravelly voice. Tony, uh, Tony something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Lawnmower Man. Yeah. The reason I bring that up, they're casting him as the voice of Venom. Nice. Hell so yeah. that's gonna be the symbiote voice of the voice of Venom. Was this Tony something? I got. I got to fucking look now. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bother. Yeah. Old IMDb. Let's see. I want to say Tony Hinchcliffe. No, that's Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> Can you imagine him voicing Venom? <laughs> Not Tony Shalhoub. Come on, damn it. <laughs> fucking Adrian Monk. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> symbiote. Adrian Monk getting a symbiote would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, somebody needs to write that. I can't even fucking type. Uh, Candyman. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, I watched Candyman not that long ago for the for the very first time. It was surprisingly scary, actually. Tony Todd. That's Tony, Todd. Todd. Tony Todd. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. It brought up Tony Shaloub for me, too. Shaloub, yeah. The Shaloub. He was great in Galaxy Quest. Love that guy. Uh, yeah, Galaxy Quest is incredible. That movie's... I hope they don't... I, I honestly hope they don't make a sequel to fuck with it, because it's so good. It's just I heard, it's I heard that they're trying to remake it. Yeah, the, I keep hearing shit like that, too. Yeah. It's perfect. It, yeah. I watched it again with my, my daughter. I was like, this is great. It yeah. still holds up. It's fucking amazing. It was... Like for such a, a hokey, weird little movie, it got a huge budget, and their CG was beautiful. Yeah. The costumes were amazing. They did so fucking good. I watched it with my twelve-year-old daughter, and the, you know the best thing that she saw. Like it's such a time thing, but like so the ending of that movie. Spoiler alert: is they crash in a real like starship into a comic con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her response was, "That's not real. Like, comic con would be way bigger." And I'm like, "No, back in the day, comic cons were just small. They were just like for trading comic books and stuff. Like yeah. you would have like one panel, and like you know it'd, it'd be like an open mic. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like right. they weren't these big extravagant events with movie premieres and shit like that." Like yeah. Back in the 90s, the, like Comic-Cons were just like, hey, we're going to trade, and maybe you can sign some autographs from like comic book artists. Yeah, and they're they're playing on uh, the the size of those for like a weird little show like that. Like, yeah. Really, they're doing it for Star Trek, but it was like people would show up for, you know, the B actors and stuff like that, yeah. or like the, uh, the, all the ensigns, yeah. and then, then the fucking, with a grand entrance like that, yeah. they crash the fucking ship in. I always, oh, uh, my God. Did you watch a similar movie? Did you watch Fanboys back in the day? Ooh no, I, no, I did not. Pretty good movie. It actually yeah. has a lot of heart. Like when you actually figure out what the story's about, yeah, it's it's about a kid. Like it's about a, uh, one of the kids is like dying of cancer, mm-hmm. and they decide that they want to make him. They want to. He's not going to make it to watch the Phantom Menace. Yeah, 
So they go cross country to try to steal a copy of it. So they can make your friend watch it before he dies. Yeah. And it's pretty touching. It's actually a really okay. good movie. Okay. It's got that one guy in it that I've seen in things. Dan Fogler, <laughs> the, the, the long hair guy. Yeah, he's yeah. in uh, um, uh, Fantastic Beasts. Yes, yes, he is. He's the best part of Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, he he looks like that guy. I, yeah. I've, I've even seen Fantastic Beasts. It was on, and I was like, uh, he he looks like he fits in that fucking era. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Uh, he plays Jacob something. Um, okay. But yeah, just watch the first one. Skip I am, the other ones. I am so... I'm brand new to Harry Potter. I, uh, w- I just watched all the movies within the past six months. Yeah. Never seen any of them before. I've, I've read the first book. I just cracked open the second one. Uh, so I'm, I'm learning. The uh, movies hold up. I think the last, it ends really well. It's a pretty damn good, yeah, was, like was, action movie at the end. Very good and very dark. They, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, surprisingly dark actually. Yeah. Uh, when Dobby dies, dude, my dog. I died know. I was like, Oh no, not Dobby. I, my six year old. So my, my oldest knows what happens. Yeah. I know what happens. And then as we're watching these movies, my six year old's like, I love Dobby. Dobby's my favorite. Yeah, and we're all just like, oh shit, you yeah. ain't in for this fucking shit. Oh no. She's yeah. going to have a fucking Optimus Prime fucking Transformers movie sequence. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. God damn that. Yeah. That movie. 86. Yeah. Fuck them. Shit. Actually, yeah. behind, like, I have to get it reframed. Like Behind my fucking poster is the fucking 86 movie poster. Nice. <laughs> I had it up there. It's a fucking triumphant ass poster. That's. They don't make posters like that anymore. No. Yeah. That movie still holds up. I love that movie. I haven't seen it forever. Um, any movie that can have an, a dance sequence to Weird Al's Dare to be Stupid. Did it really? I, yeah. I, I didn't remember that. Wow. Yeah, they go to the junkyard plan, the Junkticons, and they're okay. like, oh, wow. And they all talk in like sound bites because it's fucking, what's his name? Eric Idle. Yeah. Talking as a fucking like weird, like, do you remember the uh, how Bumblebee and the Michael Bay movies talks with just sound bites yep. and fucking shit like that? They got that from the 86 movie because the junkyard, the uh, junk, Junkerton guys, like picked up on like American television, yeah, and that's how they learned our language or whatever. So they all talk in these weird sound bites from like fucking like mo- like pop culture phrases. Nice. So that's where they got that from. Okay. Okay. Cool. But yeah, they lead them all in a junkyard dance to dare to be stupid by Weird Sweet. Al. It's a great song. It's a great song. I yeah. fucking love Weird Al, by the way. Yeah, I love Huge Weird fan. Al. Huge fan of me. Yeah. yeah. Like, like real talk. Like I've talked to Peter Bedgood a little bit. I talked to Zach. Like you know, I'm not musically inclined. I don't play any instruments. I played like guitar for like a year. Then I had to sell it. Yeah. Um, I want to get back into it because I really, like, I have a good voice. No. I could sing. I've always been inclined to, like, you know who Stephen Lynch is? Yeah. I love Stephen Lynch. I adore that man. Yeah. Tim Minchin, do you know who that is? No. Oh, my. Okay. Before we leave, I want to show you a video. Okay. And we'll kind of wrap it out there. Okay. Um, he's one of my idols. He's a great musician and comedian. Um, did you ever watch Californication with yeah. David Duchovny? Yeah. Remember the... Atticus Finch guy that was like the red haired ginger guy that was like the eccentric like uh London uh rock star in like the later seasons. E- I don't not, no. Okay. No. Okay, in the later seasons basically like he has to get this guy to, to write a, a, a write something and like he's a fucking pain in the ass to try to get him to sit down yeah. and write. Okay. Uh anyway, that's that's Tim Minchin. Okay. He's an Australian uh comedian. Okay. And he performs with a full fucking orchestra. No shit. And yeah. he uh he's a pianist and he okay. performs barefoot. It's just a quirky little dude. Okay. But uh, amazing, amazingly talented comedian and songwriter. And I've always wanted to be like be able to write comedy songs. I've, I've always wanted to be able to sing some comedy yeah. songs. Like, not too parody, but, you know, Weird Al stuff inspired me, too. Yeah. But I think I could get to there. I want to get to that kind of yeah. shit. Uh, I just need to get more musically inclined. Yeah, it's... Shit, I played guitar for fucking 20 years. And I still have it. I don't play it too much, but you know, I can, I can strum some chords and sing yeah. along and... I, I have. I think I am inclined to write parody songs, but 
no one's as good as Weird Al. No. So yeah, well, no like, one can do as. Like, I, I like, like like when I get I show you the Tim Minchin video before we go. Like Stephen Lynch was always inspiring because like if you keep his later albums, he even adds like background singers and stuff like that. Yeah. I like it to where it's like a really really damn good song that just happens to be funny. Yeah. Right. And where the quality of the song and the, like the writing and like the 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 talent behind it is there, mm-hmm. but it just happens to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um. There's a guy named Wheeler Walker Jr. Yep. Familiar. Same thing. That yeah. uh, he's my favorite country artist because he's yeah. so fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's, it's filth. This episode of Unlearning Me is not brought to you by your favorite language learning app such as Duolingo, but it could be. It it really could be, guys. Duolingo is amazing, and if you don't take your lessons, no, nothing will happen to my fam family, right? Duolingo, please, please, guys, please, please use the app, please. I I, I miss my kids. I, I miss my kids. I better, uh, I better get going, unfortunately. Thanks, uh, so, yeah. So, uh, where can everybody find the great JB Watkins? Uh, you can find me at I do I host uh, Cellar Dweller with Lacey Rains on Sundays. That starts at I think, sign up seven thirty, mic at eight. I host trivia on Tuesdays at the same time, uh, seven thirty. Wait, sign up seven uh, trivia at seven thirty. Uh, I got more stuff on the horizon. Apparently, I'm. A DJ at uh, the gay bar now, which is exciting. <laughs> Mojito? Yeah, Mojito, yeah. Nice. Mojito. Nice. Mojito's a great place. Under the pseudonym of Richard Liftoff, which I, <laughs> which I made up. Dick Liftoff. Yeah, Dick little Richard Liftoff. Uh, Richard Liftoff music. Sometimes you should invite a loading meet over there. Yes. I, <laughs> uh, we, t- we should totally do something up there. It's I'm learning how to DJ. They just like, <laughs> we need someone to play music, so you're our DJ. And I'm like, I'll take money. Thank you. And my um, friend, if somebody wanted to book you, where could they find you on Facebook or Instagram? Or I am on uh, Facebook, Instagram. All okay, you can find me on Cash App on everything. <laughs> no, for real, like I have unified my handle, so it is Smash Thick Neck for everything. Smash S- Thick Neck. Smash Thick Neck is a deep ass cut reference. All right, okay, real quick. Did you ever watch Mystery Science Theater three thousand? Yes. Okay, so do you remember the episode of uh, Space Mutiny where they kept like here comes here comes uh, Lunk Beef Hard or like Slab I don't Slab Grilled Cheese. Well. So someone took a bunch of those names from the show and made one of those meme like name generators, yeah. like, you know, like first name, last name, and birth date. And I, it was like, what's your beefcake name? And I took that and I came up with Smash Thick Neck. And I'm like, that's fucking perfect. I'm taking that because JB Watkins is taken on every platform. So Instagram, fucking TikTok, Facebook, all the money ones, Smash Thick Neck. Nice. Yes, one word, Smash Thick Neck. Well, from yeah. Smash Thick Neck to Unloading Meat, JB, thank you for coming in the studio. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thanks, man. Guys, thank you for watching this fantastic episode of Unloading Meat. I'm Jared Ralphie Allen. That's Smash Thick Neck, JB Watkins. Peace. Bye. Unloading the meat. Unloading the meat.